I always found it mind-boggling when fans would come up to me or my teammates at an appearance and they would say, are you all the real cheerleaders? And I would just think to myself, um, what do you think we are if we're not the real cheerleaders? We have on the uniform. We are obviously part of the organization because we have on this uniform and we're working. Why wouldn't we be the real cheerleaders? Doesn't it sound just disrespectful? It sounds like an insult. It's like you didn't work so hard. You didn't work your butt off just to make it the team and then be questioned if you're the real cheerleaders. Yes, of course. And I used to think to myself, oh my gosh, the audacity. But I really had to think, I wonder like, what makes people think that we may not be the real cheerleaders? They don't think it's an insult when they're asking it. And at the moment they ask, and I've gotten this question so many times and so so has my teammates. And my best Southern accent, sometimes I just say to myself, bless their hearts. But I say all of that to say they do have a point. <laughs> they don't just think that just because... Some teams do have different squads and they may have gone to a game where a team doesn't do all the things. They may have gone to a game where a team may have different squads that do appearances, a different squad that's on the field, a different different squad that tumbles, a different squad that does stunts. So it's important for you, my friend, to know that when you're auditioning, there may be opportunities to choose how involved you will be on that team. Now, the team I was on, we did everything. There was no separation of who did what. On game days, the cheerleaders you saw, for the most part, on at appearances, were the same cheerleaders you saw on the field. And however, there, there were some exceptions with, because we had out teams and when we rotated the field, there was always a team that wasn't cheering, but they always did appearances. However, nonetheless, they were part of the team and they would be on the field probably the next game. So I always thought it was mind boggling, but they do have a point. Some teams aren't like that. Now, I will say that my rookie season, it was a little different. We had ambassadors who would fill in for people if they didn't make the team that, that game or they were out on an injury. Uh, so they kind of filled in here and there. And they honestly probably did more work than people that were on the the team did and I'm kind of glad it, it it is how it is now where we have an out team um and people filling in because the ambassador thing just you I felt like maybe they never felt like they were part of the team but 
they were. So it's good to know these things going into an audition. And sometimes it's not always transparent. Sometimes you might not know that there might be different teams, but I feel like for the most part, teams are usually pretty transparent when they are saying, hey, we have a team that's on the field. We have a team that does appearances. We have a team that signs autographs. I don't know. I'm making it up. But you can choose kind of at the beginning what you want to get yourself into. So the squad within a squad thing was something that was kind of new to me when I started pro cheerleading. Because in college, it's kind of similar. You have understudies or you have alternates. Yes, that's the word we use. Alternates for nationals that would come in and maybe they would learn everything. But this was kind of different because you had the appearance aspect of it and you're more in the community. So there can be so many different types of squads within a squad as I like to say you can have a co-ed cheer team or an all-dance cheer team the Baltimore Ravens cheerleaders do this so well and they even have on their website the option to choose hey which team are you trying out for the stunt team or the dance team and they have made that separate some teams I know the the Baltimore Ravens, they also have, uh, I've seen Playmakers, Playmakers girls, and they are at the local bars weeks before the game or the week of the game, and they're handing out merchandise and signing merchandise. Not exactly 100% sure how you get to be that, but that's part of entertainment. And it's part of something, if you don't want to necessarily dance on the field or be part of the field performances, then that's something that you can do. If you just want to get your foot in the door and you feel like, hey, I just want to be part of an organization and then I am going to see how I like it. And then next year I'll try out for the actual field team or the stunt team or the dance team and You know, I just want to get my feet wet and network and know people for a little bit before I actually go after it. That's fine. And some people just want to be in a a uniform and dress up and uh, get their hair done and do their makeup and be part of the game day experience. And they just want to wear the uniform and they like talking to people. So it all depends on what you want. There may be a tumble squad that you can be a part of. There's, like I said in the beginning, appearance teams appearances with just alumni so maybe if you're listening to this and you are not part of a team anymore I know there's teams out there that have alumni that come back and specifically one team I'm thinking of the Atlanta Falcons I know they have alumni come do appearances sometimes and that is a perfect way to stay involved on a team when you have retired per se so that's another way to to stay fit and to, you know, stay involved with the organization that you gave so much to. 
And knowing that in advance can be a reason for you to audition for that team because you know when you quote unquote leave, you will have opportunity to come back, you know, within good terms and everything. So it's important to know what you're getting yourself into. And every team is different. So the next time you are, let's say you make that team of your dreams and then you use, you worked your butt off. You like did everything and you made the team. You earned that uniform. And somebody asks, are you the real cheerleader? Are you the real cheerleaders? Just smile and say yes. And if you have some time, inform them about the structure of the organization and maybe how there are different teams and squads, if there are on your team, or if everybody does everything. Because people out here just don't know. They don't know that that may be an insult to some people. Yes, you earned that uniform regardless So, of course, you're real. You put the uniform on, you're real. You earned it no matter which part of the organization you represent. You are the real cheerleader. All right. So that's the end of my, I don't know if I want to say a rant, but it just always like got all, it always just made me think like, why are they asking me if I'm the real cheerleaders? Do I not look real? Like, do I not look mature enough? It's just, you know, you just start thinking those, those thoughts, but point blank. Yes. When you have that uniform on, you're there, you made it, you earned it. So wear it with pride and do what you got to do. Do your job. All right, thanks y'all for tuning in to another episode of The Imperfect Cheerleader. I'm so glad that you listen each and every week and you keep me coming back. You know, you getting notes from some of you saying how much you love the podcast and how you found it. I love to hear those types of things and I just love talking to you each and every week and If you want me to talk about something or have a certain topic that you're interested in, then reach out to me. I am at The Professional Cheerleader on Instagram, or you can send me a Gmail email. I'm Gmail email. You can send me an email at theprofessionalcheerleader at gmail.com and just write to me. Tell me how you're feeling. What do you want to know about professional cheerleading? Whether that's in any type of sport. They all kind of coexist and, you know, people have similar experiences. So, like I said, you have to put in the work and earn that uniform to be the real cheerleader. All right, guys, please leave a review. I was going (laughs) to, I was like saying bye before and then now I keep thinking about things to say and I haven't gone yet. So I'm actually going to shut up this time, but leave a review. Tell me what you're thinking. I'm an open book and I want you to be as open and as transparent with me as possible. So have a great day and I'll talk to you next week. Bye for now.
Thank you so much for tuning in to the Imperfect Cheerleader podcast. Taking the time to listen while you're busy with all of life's responsibilities means the world to me. If you enjoyed this episode, here are a few ways you can support ICP. Number one, hit the subscribe button so you always get newly released episodes and never miss them. Number two, take a screenshot of the episode you listened to and tag at the professional cheerleader on Instagram. We love to repost your tags and shout you out in our stories. Number three, write a review. This is the best way to show your support for the podcast and helps us bring on even better guests, interviews, and topics. I hope you have a wonderful day, morning, or night, wherever you may be, and are continuing to work towards your goals of becoming a professional cheerleader, dancer, or just someone who loves to move. I'll see you later on another episode of the Imperfect Cheerleader Podcast. Remember, stay frosty, friends. Toodles for now.